0: Welcome to the Haunting Comforts of Teaching podcast. I am your host, Jen Kay, a middle school English teacher who finds comfort in sharing her journey of being present in the haunting rhythms of teaching through finding balance, dissecting struggles, learning grace, with occasional stories from and discussions with guests on education. Welcome to episode 18, and today I want to explore what is my teacher brand? What makes you, you, or what makes me, me? After listening to episode 136, Understand Your Teacher Brand, on the Burned In Teacher podcast, I was inspired to respond to the call to action prompts, which are, what are 10 words people would describe me as? Is this how I want to be known as? Who are the top five people I associate with the most? How do they negatively or positively influence me? And what is my personal mission statement, my why, my core values as a teacher? When I first heard of the term teacher brand on the Burned In Teacher podcast, I thought that Amber Harper, the podcast host, would list out different specific types of brands or kinds of teachers. She kind of referenced how people might connect the word brand to social media marketing and who you want to be known as online in the content creation field but this is not what she was going for. According to Harper, she asserts that a teacher brand goes beyond how you put yourself together, diving into what kind of vibe you give off to everyone around you, what people say about you when you're not around. Interestingly, she said people should be able to predict how you are like in the classroom based on how you made them feel in your repeated interactions with them. Do I radiate positivity, gratefulness, and gratitude at first i was kind of defensive when i heard this and a little bit self-conscious do i have pride in myself am i well put together enough do i have to always give off a positive energy vibe i still remember ranting to my teacher lunch buddies about how stressed i felt about getting an aggressive email from a school district about my reading to Cathon field trip on that same day i listened to this podcast episode on the way home It made me even more critical of myself. I don't want to give off negative vibes to those around me. Hearing this made me check myself honestly. I do not want to be known as a teacher who is constantly venting. After this day, I've been more intentional in spreading positive energy to my colleagues. Not that I always vent all the time, but I just want to be a little bit more intentional. And. Okay, so prompt one, what are 10 or more words people would describe me as and is this what I want to be known as? So some of the words I came up with that I think people would describe me as would be hardworking, workaholic, perfectionist, nice, passive, calm, stressed, rule follower, always prepared, all over the place, dedicated. Careless. Emotional. Looking at all these words, I… seem like a mixed bag of impressions. Different people see different, more vulnerable sides of me. I am like an oxymoron of sorts. After writing all these words down, I have come to accept all these parts of me. I am a multifaceted, ISFJ human being and teacher. I only allow my students to see a sliver of my vulnerable parts. I want to add positive to the list, but to be honest, I struggle with staying positive and I'm not sure if I send out enough positive vibes in my classroom. During my first two or three years of teaching, I may have been even described as sacrificial because I did sacrifice a lot of my time and mental health in planning lesson plans, grading student work, managing my classroom, and trying to connect with my students beyond the regular school day. As I hear more about shootings, especially school shootings like the one in Texas, hearing how two teachers died trying to protect the students traumatizes me a bit. I would not want to be described as a sacrificial, or a sacrificial teacher in this dangerous situation. I personally experienced one, quote, cat fight in my classroom and stopped a potential fight during my third year of teaching by putting myself between these two students in the latter situation. For the cat fight, I could not do much. As teachers, we, are, we have to be very careful to not lay our hands on our students, especially in this event. And I have shared a little bit more about my views about physical boundaries with students in the past, in episode 4. I honestly am not totally sure if I would take a bullet for my students. I do not think it is or should be part of a teacher's job description. Does this make me a bad teacher? Shootings do get, quote, politicized, but there needs to be a change. I honestly would feel safer if there was someone armed, like a police officer specifically tasked to protect students and staff on campus. It makes me shake my head, however, when I see people comment online on how teachers should be armed and trained on how to use a gun. I signed up to be a teacher, not a soldier or a security guard. I would rather just be sent to a self-defense class. Personally, I feel that stricter gun laws may be able to help, but banning guns would not be possible. There will always be people out there wanting to hurt others, and they will still do it whether it is legal or illegal. Prompt 2. Who are the top 5 people I associate with the most on my school site and whether they positively or negatively influence me? Now Harper mentions in her episode that we are the average of the five people we hang out with or hang around with the most. This is a very interesting statement because I find myself associating with a lot of different colleagues at my school and these individuals vary slightly from year to year as new and old teachers and staff members come and go. So I'm not sure how much essence of these people I capture within myself as a teacher, but here it goes. so. The first one would be a, quote, jaded math veteran teacher. The second teacher I hang out with the most is a five-year science teacher that started teaching at the same year as me, we're also the same age, and also now known as my best teacher friend on the school site. Number three, a very extroverted first-year English teacher that just got hired this past year, who is now my neighbor number four a very serious and solemn six-year history teacher that teaches the same students as me and number five a very supportive assistant principal i have extended i have had a lot of extended conversations with these five people and they're all very different the first two teachers i listed are the top two people i associate with most every year that i have taught at my school I guess the mixed adjectives earlier that describe me make sense when juxtaposed with these diverse personalities I associate with at my school site. When I look at these five people from my school, I can now see that I try to hold on to different worlds of this vast education field. I desire to be seen as a good teacher who is not afraid to associate with teachers that other people might assume I would not get along with. Perhaps I do not want to be seen as a one-dimensional person before my colleague eyes. However, I do stay away from school politics as much as possible. I don't want drama at all. Teaching is already stressful in and of itself. I don't want any adult drama. But I do want to be that supportive teacher who radiates a realistic, relatable energy and someone that is always open to growing and being better. And as much as possible, I do not want the media to box me in a certain image of a political narrative on either side of the spectrum. Alright, the final prompt, my personal mission statement. What is it? What is my why? What is That teacher brand, what is my teacher brand? Now my feelings about teaching, about why I want to teach has been shifting with the stormy seas of public education. Before going into into my teaching credential program, I desired to really help struggling students improve in English. I befriended many international students during my last year of college and really enjoyed connecting with peers desiring to learn and speak English better. I especially enjoyed tutoring a friend's cousin who recently arrived from China for three years. As I tutored him for three years, I was able to see him grow immensely. From being barely able to speak, read, and write in English in fifth grade, he opened up and started initiating conversations with me and befriended his peers at school in seventh grade. I wanted to carry the same passion of helping students grow in English skills as a teacher. After the teaching credential program, I carry this vision of creating a classroom where students can thrive and learn in a positive environment, where I am more of a facilitator and not an authoritarian. I mean, an authoritarian. Okay, I'm not saying this right. Author authoritarian. It was a very idealistic vision of a self-functioning classroom. However, I lost all hope for this vision after my first year of teaching at my school. My previous experiences of tutoring and international students' interactions seemed like an idyllic dream. In my second year, I had a mentor telling me that I need to be the alpha in the room. And after giving me a lot of strategies to work with, he left me questioning if I should be in the teaching field because I was always in a constant state of depressing, depressing negative slump after teaching each day. But I managed to push through each year and the pandemic ironically gave me a much needed clarity reset to refill my passion for helping struggling students and I talked more about this in a previous episode where I kind of reflected on how the pandemic shifted my mindset in episode 10. So, my mission is to support struggling students to grow, to move beyond what they think they can't do. I don't want my students to stay stuck in a negative mindset of complacency. With the help of God, I want to be that firm but gentle guidance for my students to always push to do their best. listening to haunting comforts where we come together to be present in the rhythms of teaching through finding balance dissecting struggles and learning grace follow me on my instagram at haunting comforts to stay updated when i post new episodes if you enjoyed this episode please give a rating and a comment about what you enjoyed the most on the platform you are listening to thank you for your support